All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Kleep, and on today's episode, Roland Solo, diving into three things that I think about on a regular basis when it comes to our company. Now, whether you're in the gym business or another business, I think this relates to all of us. And that's why I think it's a really cool episode to do because it's more big picture business stuff instead of specific gym stuff, which don't get me wrong, we have plenty of more amazing gym specific content coming out. Actually, next week we have a really cool episode. Get excited for that. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for checking in. We have over 90 episodes. Make sure you go back, listen to some of them. They're awesome. And if you haven't rated, reviewed, or shared this, would really appreciate it. We don't do any paid ads. We just ask that you share it. All right. So three things that I think about on a regular basis. And I should caveat this by saying that, you know, these are just three things that I think about, but it's not obviously the only things that are going on through my head. One of the other things we need to recognize is that because we're owners, operators, et cetera, there's always this personal connection. And so what I mean by that is we have our family lives, we have our business lives, and then obviously we still want to maintain some form of fitness. And so for me on a regular basis, something that you guys should know is that before I go to sleep at night, I'm always asking myself, how did I do today to balance being a husband, a father, right? My personal life with being a business owner, did I do the best I could to create a trajectory for our team, stability, et cetera? And then did I maintain my fitness, grow my fitness, learn something new in my fitness, whether that be in, you know, getting in some strength conditioning stuff or jujitsu, right? These are the things I ask myself on a regular basis. And if I find myself being too skewed, right, where the balance is being shifted, maybe I'm traveling for work, whatnot, whatnot, then I always try and write those balances um, as the week goes on. And so that's more of like a holistic approach to the way I think about it. I'm not saying that's the only way, it's just the way I think about it, right? Is that I figure that if I have these micro check-ins on a regular basis, there won't be this one day where I wake up having this huge epiphany that I was a really crappy dad, for example, right? But if you check in on a regular basis, if you have times where maybe you're not doing as good, then you can go ahead and make these micro adjustments that could lead to future success. So with that being said, that lays the framework. We're talking specifically about the business. So there's three that I wanted to dive into that I think about on a regular basis, not in any particular order. The first one is, are we asking too much from the team without giving enough in return or vice versa? Are we giving up too much from the team, you know, paying too much, et cetera, without asking for enough, right? Those are, those are really challenging um, things to balance. Are we thinking about what I want from someone instead of clearly explaining the expectation to them. That's something that I think about a lot is, do I, I'll dive into that. And then the last thing that I think about on a regular basis all the time is, are we pursuing new opportunities as a business and staying relevant and evolving? Because that's critical to any business. Look at Blockbuster and what happened to them versus, you know, look at Netflix, right? Look at any, you know, a lot of these brick and mortar businesses compared to Amazon. And we need to constantly be evolving and growing, but not at the expense that we become distracted from our core competency. And so just to reiterate, you know, it's, are we asking too much from the team and not giving up in return? Are we not setting the expectation effectively? And then are we just always on to the next opportunity and not, you know, really trying to 
focus in on what our core competency is? Or are we so focused on our core competency that we're getting lost in the sense that we need to constantly be evolving? So these are the things, <laughs> these are like, uh, for lack of a better term, it's like, uh, when I think about it, it's like the scales, you know, like, uh, uh, for lawyers, you have like these, these different scales. And, you know, when you go into a law office, typically they have this as an example of trying to find a balance and we need to balance these different things. If you skew one way or the other, it could lead to detrimental uh, results for your business. So we'll start off with this whole idea of asking too much and not receiving any, you know, in the return. I think that at time as an owner, we want a lot out of our people. And we expect them to strive for greatness. We expect them to be overall caring, to just really embody all the characteristics that we're interested in. But one of the things that I've learned over the years is that rarely are people going to care as as often as maybe some of your key management or maybe you as the owner. And it's one of our goals as an organization to get them to care over time, right? Get them to be so bought in. But it's hard for them to buy into something unless they feel like it's reciprocated in both ways. So are we are we essentially asking too much from them and not paying it back in terms of compensation? Or are we asking a lot from them and then not creating trajectory from them? And then how do you know when you're giving in too much and they're not giving up enough? And I think that where that comes down to is quarterly reviews and clearly defining what the role and expectation is and how they can see growth in the organization. And I don't think there's a perfect answer here, but I think per employee, it's just something that I'm thinking about. As soon as I initially think like, man, this person really isn't doing as good of a job as as they could be. Then I immediately flip the script on myself and say, wait, 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 wait. Are we doing the best we can to support them? Are we doing all the necessary items to appropriately pay for the type of value they're putting into our company. And I think a really good way to kind of put a bow on this particular question I asked myself is, if you have a key employee, let's just say his name's Bob, and Bob left you today, what what would you say, right? And if that person is so valuable to you that it would be detrimental, then you as the owner have an obligation to compensate them accordingly. And accordingly means probably more than what they're getting today. But if Bob left and you wouldn't really care that much, or maybe ah, you're kind of like 50-50, then maybe they're, you know, maybe they're not the right person for that position. And I think if you're a coach or a you know employee of an organization listening right now, your goal should be to be so, so, so valuable to this business, so valuable that they're obligated to show you career trajectory. They're obligated to ensure that you're on the right path. And I think that's all about this concept of, you know, if if you have employees that are doing an excellent job, we need to constantly be asking ourselves, is it fair? Is it fair? Are we at equals here? Are they giving up a lot? Are they pushing hard and we're paying well? Or are we asking for too much and not paying well? Because eventually what'll happen is, is like this stair climber example. So you're both on a stair climber, right? And you're growing, you're growing, you're growing. Eventually the employee or you will get to a point where you've walked up the stairs so far and you feel like you're kind of building a path, but then eventually you just say, screw it. And you jump off the, the, the stair climber because you don't feel like 
it's ever going to grow into something that you want. And that goes both ways. That's the employee saying, man, I've been putting in hours and hours and hours of work for years and my employer never shows me any type of compensation increase, whatever. Now, should they be having a conversation with the owner? Of course. goes the other way, right? You're the owner and you're compensating what you feel like is effectively, but you never see them kind of climbing. Eventually, you just got to get them off the stairs and move on with each other. And so that's something I think about all the time. Is this, Are we asking too much with, or are we not giving enough in return? And finding the balance and having key people in your organization to bat those ideas off of, I think is really, really important. Because in our organization, for example, we have some people that play a function more financially. So they're looking at it as a lens from finance. Then you have other people in our organization who look at it from a lens of coaching product. And they're almost at odds with each other. Finance is saying, you know, what could we do as an organization to run as sustainable as possible? And the coaching organization is saying, how do we compensate these people as much as possible to get the best talent? And what we need to do is find that perfect blend. And I think that's, that's the solution we're looking for. It's just a constant question we ask ourselves every single day. You know, this idea of thinking instead of setting expectations is really unique. And this is the second thing I want, I think about all the time. So, you know, we're, we're in a, I don't know, you're, you're, you're at a restaurant, right? And you want to order something. And instead of clearly explaining what you want, you just tell the person, oh, you know, I'm the worst at this. Uh, I'm at, I'm at a bar and you're sitting at the bar and the bartender says, oh, what would you like to drink? Be like, oh, you know, make me something. You know, I, I like uh, I like Mezcal. So I'm, I'm a big Mezcal guy. Make me some of Mezcal in it. And I just kind of let them ride with it. And more times than not, it doesn't hit my, I don't like it because I didn't clearly communicate what the expectation was. Hey, I like Mezcal. I don't want salt. I want this. I want that. I clearly communicate it. Then all of a sudden you get what you want. Or you say specifically what you want. Hey, I want a Mezcal margarita. Okay, now I know what I'm getting and it will more than likely reach my expectations. I clearly communicated that. And I've taken that same analogy, not to go off the you know banter about a mezcal margarita, but taking that same analogy, how do they take that in everything else that goes to the business? Where instead of just thinking what you want from somebody, right, in your head, oh man, I wish John would clean the bathroom more. I wish Sally did a better job doing whatever. Why don't you clearly communicate that, sit down, write it down, have a meeting, formally communicate it. And I think your your the opportunity to have, be more successful, I think is there. But something I think about on a regular basis is, are we clearly communicating what we want? Because the fault is ours if we're not doing that. Now, if we do clearly communicate and the person still isn't reaching expectation, now we're having a different conversation. But I think that's something I regularly think about is, oh man, you know, I'm kind of frustrated with this one staff member for not getting me this email in a timely manner. Well, maybe their expectation is it should be 24 hours. Maybe my expectation is it should be 24 minutes. Well, we have a problem there. We need to sit down, discuss it, clearly agree on terms, and then move forward. And if you don't agree, then that's a different conversation. But that's something I think about on a regular basis is whole idea of thinking things instead of clearly setting expectation. And if you don't take anything away from this podcast so far, just know that Mezcal margaritas are at the top of the game and it's important to clearly set the expectation of what you're looking for so you get out of it what you want. And I think as a business owner, it's even more important. The third thing I want to talk about is idea of seeking new opportunities without getting distracted. And I think this is, this is something I've been terrible at and now I've gotten a lot better at. I think primarily it's because we've surrounded ourselves with people who hold me accountable. And, you know, one of my recommendations would be if you're an entrepreneur and you always are coming up with new ideas, new theories, new thoughts, 
write them down, put them on a whiteboard. And if in a week from now, that idea is still really, really good to you, then, you know, start vetting it out a little bit more. If after two, three, four weeks, it's still really good. Now you can really start putting some pen to paper on it. But I think something I've done a bad job of is I've been seeking these opportunities always out there. Oh, we should try this. We should do this and whatever. And then all of a sudden I want to act on it. And when you become reactive like that, it takes you away from, it distracts you from your core competency. A really good example of that is this podcast. So this podcast is Business of Fitness. We're really focused on gym owners and coaches in particular, but also just you know anybody in the service space. We had another podcast called AMRAP Mentality where I was trying to interview people and talk about this mindset. What I found over time was that I was getting distracted by this podcast where I was out there trying to identify new speakers and trying to build up an audience over there when really what we want to do as a business is be focused on gym owners and coaches and building awareness in that in that area. And so it took me having to kind of take a step back from that podcast to recognize that maybe we're off on a little bit of a distraction path. We could always go back to it, but right now we need to stay focused on our business, what we're doing, which is speaking to gym owners and coaches as part of our NC Fit Collective and a variety of other things that we're doing as business owners. Now, speaking of which, when when you are getting distracted, you need to hold people around you to hold you accountable to if those are good ideas or not, right? Writing them on a board is a example. Speaking with one of your key captains is another example. But another thing that we also want to recognize is that if you're so focused on your core competency, let's just say it's coaching, that you then never even think about new opportunities or seeking opportunities. I also think that could be detrimental. Perfect example, as I brought up earlier, is Blockbuster, right? They were really focused on their core competency, creating DVDs, whatever it was, but they but they neglected to recognize that digital was a huge audience, and so therefore they got left behind and Netflix dominated. And I think what's really unique is finding that blend, and that, this is something I think about on a daily basis. Am I finding the blend between seeking new opportunities, evaluating and growth, and always evolving because every single industry evolves, every everything. Peloton wasn't even around two years ago. Now look at it, right? Everything evolves and grows with with balancing that with not every single day you could have the greatest idea on the planet. And so these are the two things that I think about on a regular basis. And having people around you to to check off if it's a good idea or a bad idea, having it on a whiteboard and letting it sit there for a week or two is a good idea. And if you're never thinking to evolve, that might be another problem, right? Maybe what you should start doing is setting up weekly times for an hour, 30 minutes a week, just to sit there and say, hey, where are we at as a business? Where do I see this industry shifting? Do I think we should be um, bigger class sizes, small class sizes, PT? Should we incorporate this equipment? What do we think about incorporating this? Whatever. Um, or if you're a coffee shop owner, should we start incorporating flat whites now? Whatever. I think it's important to have that blend of both where you don't go down a huge rabbit hole where you're always seeking the next best thing, but you also aren't so stringent in just your one thing that maybe over time you get left behind. Um, there's exceptions to the rule, right? You look at like in and out have done something very, very well for a long time. But for the most part, most industries evolve and shift. And a simple example for in and out would be maybe back in the day they took orders a certain way. Now they've incorporated a new, um, you know, operating system to be able to do it in a more efficient manner. I, I can't speak for that because I'm not in the in and out burger business, but I'm just sharing that. So I think to summarize this, you know, three things that I think about on a daily basis is, you know, are we are we appropriately managing the expectation to, you know, um, 
the the pay, the et cetera. Are we are we balanced, right? Do do the employees feel like the company is doing them well? Not not the greatest, you know, you don't want to feel like someone feels like they're getting it. It's like any type of deal you've ever negotiated, whether you bought a car or whatever. You want both parties to walk away and feel good about the deal. So I'm hoping that everybody feels good. We're properly setting expectations and not just assuming people know them. And then we're seeking opportunities, but not the expense of getting distracted. And we're checks and balances on a regular basis. Guys, if, if you're a gym owner out there and you have not checked out the NC Fit Collective, I truly believe, like I just said, I was distracted on another podcast, but this is the podcast that really allows me to speak from the heart, speak to things that we're doing on a daily basis in our gyms. And the NC Fit Collective is about putting out session plans, programming, business tools that we use across all of our sites, across all of our coaches to put out an authentic message. And we've had a really, a lot of a beautiful growth there. If you want to be a part of it, we'd love to have you email collective at nc.fit. Let them know that I sent you. And uh, we'd love to have you try out our programs and see what you think. And if you're not a gym owner and you're a coffee lover or whatever else you're out there, maybe one day I'll meet you at your coffee shop. We'll make something happen. If you're a jujitsu gym, awesome. I hope these episodes are helping you as well. Let's keep getting after it, guys. Let's keep raising the bar. I hope you have a phenomenal, phenomenal week. We have a great episode coming up next week. And uh, until then, keep uh, keep putting it together. Keep making it happen. And I'll talk to you again soon for another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast.